Welcome to Muse Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week our main stories are about the US President Donald Trump and NASA's record-breaking female astronaut Christina Cook. We also talk about why school children in England are getting bicycle lessons, the ongoing spread of coronavirus, the 80th anniversary of the cartoon Tom and Jerry, and the Emirates Literature Festival, where Rose and I met the award-winning author Anjali Rauf on Saturday. This week, the US President Donald Trump was cleared of charges at his impeachment trial. Mr Trump was impeached because it was alleged that he tried to make Ukraine find damaging information on Joe Biden, which is one of his political rivals. Now, as many of you will know, in December the House of Representatives voted to impeach Mr Trump and last month the case was passed up to the Senate for trial. A two-thirds majority of votes in the Senate was need to convict Mr. Trump. The Senate is controlled by Mr. Trump's party and this week, as expected, Mr. Trump was acquitted. Mr. Trump was the third US president to face impeachment and now that the trial is over, he will continue to be president and will be the first impeached president to seek re-election. A spokesman for Mr. Trump from his re-election campaign said Mr. Trump has been totally vindicated and it's now time to get back to business of the American people. Hi, it's Rose here. After spending nearly 11 months in orbit aboard the International Space Station, NASA astronaut Christina Cook returned to Earth last Thursday, parachuting into Kazakhstan with two crewmates aboard a space capsule. Christina set a record for the single longest female stay in space. She spent 328 days on the International Space Station, surpassing the previous record held by fellow American Peggy Whitson. She arrived at the ISS on 14th March last year and was supposed to have remained there for the standard duration of six months, but her stay was extended in April 2019 because of flight scheduling issues. She said one of the things she would miss about her time on the orbiting outpost was the freedom of movement caused by microgravity. In her interview, she demonstrated by rotating her body 180 degrees, explaining it's really fun to be in a place where you can bounce around between the ceiling and the floor whenever you like. I agree that sounds really fun. I would love to be able to do that. So do I, Rose. I would love to just jump around and be everywhere. It's so much fun. Usually just jumping around, you just go up and then you get pushed by the gravity down. But I feel like it would be much, much cooler if it could be in space. You could walk up the wall along the ceiling. Christina Cook's stay in space is just 12 days short of the all-time US record set by Scott Kelly, who was on the ISS from 2015 to 2016. But the Overall, a record for the longest ever continuous stay in space is still held by Russian Valery Polyakov, who stayed on the space station Mir for a massive 437 days. Wow, that's amazing! I can't imagine spending that long in space. I bet your legs are like jelly when you get back to Earth. Yeah, and maybe you might get jet lag. Would you like to go into space for that long? What would you miss? 
I would love to go to space that long. It'd be just so cool jumping around in space and just taking a once in a lifetime experience. I guess I'd miss my family and the actual ground <laughs> of the earth. And gravity. I would not miss gravity. Gravity is just boring. It holds us down. I want yeah. to float around everywhere. So when you try to do a handstand, you could just float? Yeah, and it'd be way easier. It's like swimming when you do a handstand. Well, what about you, Rose? I would miss... I miss my mom and Zazie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Zara here. Another interesting story that I found out about this week is that in England, the government has pledged to make cycling lessons available to every child. The Department for Transport has made an extra 400,000 training places per year by a funding boost to its bikeability program. This program provides free or subsidised lessons through schools, councils and trainers. Children that take part will get the chance to learn about bike safety, bike skills and how to ride a bike. However, we do not yet know any further details about the extra lessons like when or how the extra lessons will be provided. The cycling minister, Chris Heaton-Harris, said that ministers wanted to inspire the next generation of cyclists. He said that increasing cycling would improve children's mental health and physical health and help the UK to meet emissions reduction targets. I absolutely love cycling and I think that this is a fantastic idea. What do you think about this, Rose? Do you think this is a good idea? Do you like cycling? I like cycling depending on what time of year it is. If it's warm and sunny, I like cycling. If it's cold and freezing, I do not like cycling. And I actually think that more cycling is a good idea. It improves mental health by getting the fresh air and it helps your physical health because your legs are moving with the pedals. So, Did you know that at the age of seven, I took my stabilizers off? You're scaring me. It was probably sick. How about you, Rose? When did you take stabilizers off. I have not taken them off. Wow. Have you ever tried it without stabilizers? No. <laughs> well, it's scared. a funny story because I don't mean to kind of brag, <laughs> but my sister took her stabilizers <laughs> off at age five or six. I'm dying here. Stop talking. <laughs> Why don't you want to take your stabilizers off, Rose? My friend took her stabilizers off her bike and fell into a bush. I don't like I've never actually fell because I've always, because when I took my stabilizers off, when I thought I was going to fall, I just put my foot on the ground. I just don't like falling. Well, Rose, you shouldn't be scared about falling. Even if you do, you have to face your fear. Even if you fall, even if you hurt yourself, you at least know that you've tried this and you should be proud of yourself. It is quite worrying to keep reading about the coronavirus, isn't it, Zara? Yes, it is. And how it is spreading across the world. I saw that the Times reported that it might become a pandemic, which is like an epidemic, but worse. And there are certainly lots of people wearing face masks around. At first, I thought that this is just quite a short subject when I first talked about it. But now, basically everyone in my school is talking about it. Even once, what someone was coughing a lot, and then people just saying, you've got the coronavirus. Are you worried about catching it? Not really, because 
I haven't visited Wuhan. I haven't been near anyone who has visited Wuhan. And I'm pretty sure I'm healthy. What about you, Rose? I'm not worried at all, but someone said at school that the coronavirus has escaped from China. I heard that Chinese people and Asians in general are being targeted in some places with shops and restaurants in some countries banning Chinese customers from entering. I even heard that Chinese children are being bullied in school because of the connection between the start of the coronavirus and China. Like it's not their fault the virus started and there is never an excuse for racism. Well many people are being irrational and treating Chinese people just because they're Chinese. For example, not many people who who have Chinese heritage have even been to China. Like they haven't been to Wuhan or anywhere near even um, since the virus has started. And you need to not jump to conclusions and cause racism and being irrational. In other happier news this week, I read that it was the 80th anniversary of the cartoon Tom and Jerry. This world-famous cartoon was created in 1940 by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. The series centres on a love-hate relationship between the title characters Tom, a cat, and Jerry, a mouse. They hardly ever speak, but the cartoons show all the things they get up to to try and outdo each other. It's a lovely cartoon and always fun to watch. It's amazing. It's going for so many years. I also heard they are making a live action movie which will be released later this year so that will be really fun to go and see at the cinema. I agree. It's always easy to watch. There's no complicated plot to follow and it's perfect if you are ill or just want to lie down and rest and watch some TV to relax. It's funny to watch how Tom and Jerry always try to get each other into trouble. But you know, they love each other really. A bit like me and my brother. Same with my sister and I. I know we always love each other, but there is always something we have to be fighting about. Our final story, Zara, is about our outing to the Emirates Literature Festival last weekend. We went to see Anjali Ralph, who wrote The Boy at the Back of the Class, which we reviewed on our podcast last week. Her talk was about this book, and also her new novel, A Star Outside My Window. She was really interesting to listen to. She talked a lot about why she wrote these books and where the ideas came from. And she gives lots of tips for people who want to become authors themselves. Like carrying a pen and paper with you always so you can write down ideas. People in the audience asked loads of questions so we were able to hear all her answers. I think the most exciting is that she's going to be writing two more books. I can't wait for these to come out. It was a shame we couldn't wait to get our books signed as there was a really long queue and we couldn't wait as your brother was too tired. But we did get a lovely photo of Anjali. What did you think of the event, Zara? I think it was really good because although there were quite a lot of people there, Anjali spoke quite loud, so... Everyone could hear. Yeah, and there was also a moderator who was also asking questions to her. And she was just talking in a very nice, happy way. Have you started reading The Star Outside My Window? In fact, I have. I read a bit last night. Are you enjoying it? I am. It's really nice. It may be a bit sad, but I've read sad books before. Is it one of those books that you really don't want to put down and just want to walk everywhere with it? It's like the book is your best friend. Yes, I think Anjali 
Sally has a way of writing that's always really addictive. And it just pulls me into it. I feel really bad if I put the book back on the shelf even for one second. It's really funny how she found Boy in the Back of the Class easier to write than Star Outside My Window. I don't know most, much about the Star Outside the Window, but it sounds a bit quite complicated. Unjali was talking about how she had writer's block when she was writing The Star Outside My Window and never The Boy at the Back of the Class. Well, she always said not to get worried and just write every single idea that you've got. Because once you've got the idea, it's quite easy to just write it. And she said, one day you might find an idea that's not very useful for your time, but it might come in handy in ten years or so. I can't wait to finish Star Outside My Window. It'll be so much fun reading it. I really want to see what Anaya and Noah get up to. And we will review it very soon. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.